Hey everybody and welcome to week two of the power rankings for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Now it's been a really long day for me so this is going to be kind of a shorter version of our power rankings but we're still going to get into it and get to it. Now there is an important issue we have to address today which is it is Joe Mendolia's birthday. And now I don't know we've ever had power rankings fall on someone's birthday, the actual day. Um, So it only seems fitting that on his birthday, we go in reverse order instead of 10 to 1, 1 to 10, and we have to give out the number one spot this week to the birthday boy himself. I mean, Mendo's team might be 0-2, but they're going to get better, right? Nah, I'm just fucking with you guys. We'll, we'll go 10 to 1 here. Had to give Mendo some shit because all he's been doing is asking me to rank him low. But we'll get into it. At number 10 this week, we have Brett's team. Your team sucks. We're just going to leave it at that. At number 9, we have Jeff's team. Now, Jeff, you do go down two spots this week. Um, You had top performers of Mark Andrews, John Ross, and Carson Wentz. And Mark Andrews definitely looks to be the real deal Evander Holyfield. Okay, Lamar Jackson has found his top target, and it is Mark Andrews. He is killing it. He could very well be a top five tight end. He could eventually be tight end number one. There was preseason hype around him, and he's showing exactly why the preseason hype was there. Now, you're going to take a hit on Juju Smith-Schuster. Devonta Freeman has been absolutely horrid. Sony Michelle had a good game, I guess, against Miami. But it's not enough. I, I feel as if your team has a lot of pieces that are just kind of junk. There's really not one thing that jumps out to me and strikes me as like, besides Hopkins and besides Mark Andrews, like the rest of your team is just kind of meh. Uh, that's how I feel about your team right now. It's just meh. I mean, you're definitely not on Brett's level of suckiness. You're one and one. But there's just something meh about this team. It's just there's not a lot of pieces here to get super excited about. Like Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Devonta Freeman, Sony Michelle. Just all those running backs you drafted, no one, no one's hitting. So it's just going to be interesting to see how things fall into place. You do have some good wide receivers, but they're all kind of meh. Especially with Juju taking a hit this week and losing Big Ben. At number eight. The birthday boy will finally get his wish and be ranked low. Now, Mendo, you put up the least amount of points scored this week, which is definitely impacting why you're this low. You're 0-2. You have the least amount of points forced in the entire league. And your team, honestly, has just sucked. I do think that there's much better days ahead for this team. Um, I mean, losing your quarterback and having him take a negative one for the day is just brutal. I mean, you should be averaging, you know, a 15-point day. That's a different 14-point swing. That 14-point, 15-point swing, that's probably the difference in your week and you're one and one and you're probably ranked a lot higher. Um, But that being said, James Conner got nicked up this week. Chris Carson had another fumble. Rashad Penny actually looked kind of good. David Johnson is definitely an RB1, but an RB1 in that they're just going to use him a lot, and he got nicked up. Um, And then TJ Hawkinson, who looked to be like, you know, a top five tight end, then he just didn't show up because they're the Detroit Lions. 
Now, Emmanuel Sanders did have another really great game, and, and he's really looking very good. But what are you going to do at quarterback for the next six to eight weeks? You know, one of the reasons why I, I draft or one of the reasons why I had you ranked number one, you know, for our preseason rankings was I just thought this team was going to be extremely consistent. You know, Cooper Cup's a really consistent, good football player. Same with Devonta Adams, David Johnson. I just thought the consistency of this team would just really overwhelm a lot of the teams in this league. But your team's just underperforming. I think there's better days ahead. But as of right now, I have to rank you here at 8, being 0-2. And, and that was a 5-point drop-off from last week. You were ranked number 3, and now you're 8, which is 7 points down from your original ranking. At number 7, we have Reese's team. Now, Reese, you were in power ranking 10 last week, and you're going to jump up to 7 here. It was a good week for you. There's there's no doubt about it. Your top performers were New England D, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. Now, one of the things I'm starting to swing myself on about your team here, Reese, is just the fact that Patrick Mahomes is actually, in my opinion, the most valuable fantasy asset that you can own. I mean, he just consistently, week in and week out, is just dominating from the quarterback position and giving a huge advantage. Um, even when other quarterbacks are having good weeks, it's what Mahomes doing on a weekly basis. And because of that, you're walking into weeks, just having a 30 point spot from your quarterback. You know, the rest of the pieces have to fall into place. Obviously this week, you know, the one thing that really helped you was having a 35 point day from the Patriots defense. You know, usually you get five to seven points from a defense that 30 point swing could have lost you this week, but Hey, you know, you, you, you drafted the pitch Patriots defense. And they came up here in a big spot. Your first round pick and Travis Kelsey came up in a huge spot, putting up 20 points from the tight end spot. And it's funny because he actually got outscored by Mark Andrews. But either way, I mean, Travis Kelsey is doing Travis Kelsey things and being the tight end one that you you drafted and beat. Now, the reason why I have you down here, though, is, is because you do have a running back problem. Deshaun Jackson got hurt again this week. Josh Gordon didn't see as much volume with Antonio Brown there. So how is that going to play out? But Antonio Brown might go on the commissioner's exempt list. You know, we're one week closer to getting Tyreek Hill back. But, you know, the one thing I'm changing my mind on here, though, is and maybe fantasy is going back to how it was, you know, five, six years ago where the quarterback position is so valuable. Um, And I think Patrick Mahomes might be proving that is that, you know, maybe we do need to start talking about him being a first round guy. Um, you know, he, he might be good enough just to carry your team to victories on a week in and week out basis. At number six, we have J.O.'s team. Now, J.O., we have the bachelor party coming up, but that doesn't change my thought process here. You're one and one. You put up 90 points this week. If you had played anybody else in this league, even if you played Brett's shitty team, you still would have lost by eight points. That's just not good enough. It's not going to cut it. It's not going to be good enough. And for the season so far, you're actually third. You're in the bottom three for points forced. So your team really hasn't performed well. I mean, once again, every win in this league is huge, but it just hasn't been good enough. Now, Dak Prescott might be one of those pickups where we just look back on and say, how, how did we, you know, how did, how did you just walk into this? You know, you drafted Baker, thought he'd be your guy, 
But, you know, now it, it's probably starting Dak on a week-in and week-out basis. You know, that Kellen Moore offense, he's looked really, really strong. You know, what happens to Christian McCaffrey's value with or without Cam potentially this weekend? I don't really think Cam affects what he'll do at all. Um, just because Christian McCaffrey is just so involved in the passing game and he's just such a good runner. I don't really think that his value changes at all with, with or without Cam. Um, and, you know, Fournette still seeing a ton of volume, which is good. And Matt Breida looked good, but, you know, Raheem uh, Morster looked good as well. And Evan Ingram, um, how does Evan Ingram fare now with Daniel Jones being the starting quarterback this Sunday? Um, but then you have Sammy Watkins, and I know the two rookie wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs had huge weeks. But, you know, you got to imagine that Sammy's going to have a big week. I mean, Mahomes, like I mentioned, is just so good and so talented. And Mike Evans probably has to turn some things around. And then, you know, in the short term, you have A.J. Green potentially coming back as well. So, but for now, we'll keep you at six. Yet your team just hasn't performed well enough to really do much. And, you know, so far on the season, you've been ranked four, five, and six. So you're actually just steadily climbing down here. At number five, we have Mayhan's team. Now, Brad, I know you wanted me to say I was wrong about your team, but I don't really feel as if I was wrong. I gave you a pretty fair ranking last week at number eight, and I said, and that you had had the least amount of points scored. I could could have ranked you last, but I had you at eight because I thought there were better days ahead. Do I think you're the team that's going to have the most points on a week in and week out basis? No, I think it was a really good, solid, strong week for your team here. Uh, Matt Ryan finally had a, a good game. Uh, Todd Gurley's just being really consistent, you know, but there's concern about his health and that knee. Julio Jones proves once again why he's a top three wide receiver in the NFL. You do lose Mike Gallup to injury here, which that will hurt. I mean, he's two to four weeks. Eh, I mean, DK Metcalf just had the exact same injury and he's already back and he's performing really well and you have him too. So um, this team has good depth too. And you're going to get Tevin Coleman back in the, the near future. Um, but there are some just absolute question marks of why the fuck do you own some of these guys? I mean, Andy Isabella, another zero ball, Quadri Allison. I mean, yikes, that bench is just not going to do it. But hey, Mike Williams, I guess maybe there's some there's some upside there. At number four, we have Jake's team. Now, Jake, you were ranked number two last week, and you go into a huge matchup against Colin, and your team just wasn't good enough. You had top performers of Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Keenan Allen. Now, I think, and this this Austin Eckler thing is is becoming really interesting. Um, everybody was so high on him going into this this last week, and then he just. It's hard because he just doesn't really ever put together that huge rushing game. I mean, the volumes there of just he's involved in the passing game, he's rushing for a lot, but he's not necessarily dominating running the ball. So I'm interested to see where his value continues to trend to. Does it trend up? Kind of what what's going on with that backfield? Um, and then Saquon Barkley, obviously no Eli, but again, 
not something I'm really worried about. You got to think Daniel Jones might actually be able to provide a spark to that team. He did in the preseason, but really where your team is struggling the most is at the quarterback position between Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. They just haven't put it together. Now Cam's hurt. So what do you do to replace Cam? I'm assuming you're probably just start Rodgers, but he hasn't been good. Uh, maybe it's because he went vegan. Hmm. 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 I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm a connect the dots guy. Um, but you do have a huge injury that happens this week in Alshon Jeffrey. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I ranked you low in the preseason was I just didn't trust him. No, he's a good football player, but is just one of those guys that can absolutely never, never keep himself on the field. Um, and then the bench that you have is just not necessarily as strong as you probably want it to be. Um, Jordan Howard hasn't really been trending in the right direction, but the whole Philadelphia offense kind of just their running backs haven't been trending in the right direction. Uh, Jamison Crowder takes a huge hit, you know, with, uh, Sam Darnold out to mono Trevor Simeon snaps his fucking ankle in half. So yeah, we're going to have to sit on that. At number three, we have Kressner's team. Kressner, you got ranked one and then you come into this week and you drop a 92 pointer. Good for the second least amount of points this week. I still believe in this team, though. That That's the thing. I still really believe in this team. I just think they're solid all around. Um, you did take a really big loss, though, at the tight end position. You had a really solid, a really, really solid tight end in Hunter Henry, who always plays well with Phillip Rivers. And now you have to start a guy like Jimmy Graham, who puts up a zero ball for you in your first week. So you're going to have to look to replace the tight end position. But Watson's going to be a solid option week in and week out. Obviously, the injury to Breeze. But again, like I talked about the other top tier running backs, I just don't necessarily think these things matter too much. Maybe for Kamara a little bit, because we might see a little bit more Latavius Murray on early downs. I guess it's going to be an interesting thing to see on how the snap share plays out. But Amari Cooper has looked really good. Tyrell Williams, same. Uh, He does have a hit pointer going into this week and a tough matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. But I still like Tyrell Williams. He's wide receiver one in Oakland. And I think Derek Carr is going to put together a pretty decent season and prove that he's a good, mediocre, mid-tier quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Mark Ingram did get banged up a bit, but he seemed to be all right. And Marlon Mack is just getting a ton of volume for the Indianapolis Colts. And he's looking really good. And so, you know, he finds the end zone a couple of times. You know, his his value is going to increase. And Calvin Ridley, another really solid wide receiver option. So this team has a lot of depth. But, yeah, I mean, that tight end position is, is really going to hurt you. At number two, we have the evil empire himself, Colin. You're 2-0. There's really no shocker here. Everything seems to fall just Everything happens in your favor at all times. You have 233 points forced. That's good for fourth highest in in the league. But you have the least amount of points against with 192. So everyone seems to be playing you on their bad week. But this is just par for the course in this league. We know you're going to be solid. And your team is just doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They're 2-0. And uh, the only question mark we have is this Antonio Brown thing. Does he get on the commissioner's exempt list? I guess we'll find out tomorrow, most likely, would be be my guess. But your two running backs have been extremely solid with Henry and Chubb. 
Um, you're going to have to find an option at the quarterback that isn't Jameis Winston. We've seen enough from him. We have one of the top-tier tight ends in Kittle. You have the top running back in Ezekiel Elliott. And you have good wide receivers that are being extremely productive for your team. And the bench is, the bench is solid as well. But, you know, what happens to Curtis Samuel without a Cam Newton? I guess we'll see. He had, a, you know, his first good game with Cam, and now maybe that's gone James Washington maybe he sees an uptick because he went to college with Jake Rudolph I I guess we're gonna find out and at number one we actually have my team which is probably the first time in a very long time my team has been ranked one is this the first good draft I possibly have had in I don't know maybe a half a decade my team's playing well. I, I don't know about my, my running back situation. I have extremely solid receivers in Mike Thomas and, and Odell. Obviously, Mike Thomas is going to take a hit without Breeze for the next six weeks. But hopefully, he gets a lot of the underneath stuff from Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Carrion looked good again in their game. The Lions just have to figure out ways to use him more. And then Lamar Jackson is proving to be an extremely valuable asset at the quarterback position. He's... These first two weeks has been extremely Patrick Mahomes-esque. And like I said with Patrick Mahomes, you know, that may be enough to just win you weeks alone with having an extremely talented quarterback that can do a lot of different things to rack up points. Uh, Chris Godwin definitely took a step forward this week. A lot of people were saying that he might be the wide receiver number one in Tampa. I don't know if I'm ready to crown him that yet because I still really like Mike Evans. He's a guy that's put five seasons back to back of 1,000 yards. So I don't think I'm ready to do that. But I have never been more right in my life than when I said David Njoku was literally just OJ Howard in a Browns jersey. And he did exactly what OJ Howard did this week, which was a zero pointer. Uh, my team has no tight end. I've got a good handful of wide receivers and running backs, but you know, I don't really trust David Njoku. He's just too OJ Howard. He's going to have good weeks. He's going to have bad weeks. And the bad weeks are the ones that are probably going to kill me. Um, but that will do it for week two of the power rankings. Uh, special shout out to Joe. It was your birthday today. Happy birthday. And then uh, this last week as well, it was Jake's birthday. So happy belated to you as well. Hope you guys enjoy it and have a good day.